You're listening to a podcast from www.aussiewriters.com.au where we celebrate talented Australian writers and their books. I'm here at the Jugiong Writers' Festival with Viv Thompson, who is a local self-published author of a book called Ashes of the Firefighters. In Canberra, we've had uh, bushfires of mammoth proportions, and um, I am very curious to find out about this book. So welcome, Viv. Thank you. Uh, It's lovely to have you here. I notice at the front of the book it says, you get over it and you get on with it. And you've got to forget it. So tell me how you came up with that one. That was actually a quote by one of the people that I told his story, Keith Miller, that's in the book. Um, And he actually fought the fires in the ACT in 2003. Um, Now, most people would call it the Canberra fires, but I call it the ACT fires because it totally disregards the rural area, the rural communities and all the, the nature, natural areas and also the state forest areas that, are also in effect, that, the, that were are affected as well. So that was Keith's quote that he kept on saying when I was interviewing him. So, so what uh, prompted you? Did you have a, a, a very personal experience with these fires or did it interest you as a, as a community thing? No, I actually was a firefighter. I've been a firefighter for 28 years. Um, and I was actually involved quite heavily in the 2003 fires and I'd been firefighting for many years when, when they actually happened. So um, I also held quite a few leadership roles during those fires. And I would say that that's, um, there would be more men than women as firefighters. Would that be correct? Um, I think we, in the ACT, I think we're a lot better than most states. I think we were running at about 25% women, may have even been a bit more, whereas most states are usually 15 to 25. But where we lacked women was in the leadership roles, in the officers' roles, and that's that's where I was working at. And I think at that time was maybe, I think there was one other female at that time. I think we had 63 officers and I think there was one other. And so what prompted you to write this book? Mm. The fact was that you were working as a firefighter and obviously that was a very, very, I guess, moving experience working with the fires. It was. And what happened was I started writing it quite a few years after the fires because when you experience trauma, you have to sort of go through that journey before you can actually start to look back and reflect. And so I got to that stage around about five years after the fires and I actually got really frustrated one day um, uh, about some issues. And I, I was that frustrated and that angry about some of the stuff that I was reading. I actually just started to type just to get that frustration out. And what happened was that that story that I started generating started to run away on its own journey. And so the book actually took me on the journey. I didn't actually set out to write a book, but that's just how it actually came about. (laughs) And that, I think, is the essence of what writers do. It's not a matter of, oh, I'm going to be a famous writer, what shall I write about? Oh, God, no. (laughs) (laughs) However, it's something that's deep in the heart that has to get out. Yeah, it's very very, uh, full of a lot of passion. And, And I found once I was writing, I think I pulled up at about 18 pages. When, when I stopped and then I started to go back and reading it and I'm just going, wow. And I'm just going, gee, you know, that's, that's really cathartic. 
And then it started me thinking, well, if I've got a story to tell, then other people have got a story to tell. So that's when I then started approaching people that I knew or other people that I knew of um, and started uh, speaking to them about the journey that they went through as well. Right. Um, and so that's sort of how it developed. Yes. So And so um, the story grew um, much beyond 14 pages, I noticed. <laughs> you yeah. are up to 155, I think it is. Yeah. So how, um, when you published this book, what were your expectations? Who was your audience? What, what, what were, you, were you hoping you'd achieve? Uh, it was actually a struggle publishing it because no one really wanted to touch it because no one had ever written about it before, let alone a female firefighter talking about their journey as well. So, so in the end I decided, damn it, I felt it was such an important subject that I was writing about that I published myself. Right. Um, so, so, and then what? I, th- I think the journey after that was another one within itself. But, but through the self-publishing I actually got to retain the, the control of, of ensuring that people's stories were their stories, if right. that makes sense. So, so I was yes. very precious about... So it had to be authentic, that's right. what you're saying. And you'll see yeah. the way I've written it, it is very, very authentic. Um, and it, as far as I can tell, it's never been done before. So right. it was quite unique. So when I went about sharing stories, there was two audiences. If you, well, actually, there's three. The, the first one was, if you've never been through a major fire event as a, a firefighter, you'd have some sort of understanding about what it's about. More importantly for me, though, it was if you have been through a major fire event, and we have had quite a lot in Australia, you know that you are not alone. There are other people that have been through this journey. And I've had so many people come back and read that and say, oh, my God, Vivian, I realise now I am actually normal. That's the sort of feedback I get. But also a lot of feedback I get as well is from people, families and friends of firefighters so they actually can gain an understanding about the journey that we go through after experiencing a major event. This is, this is something that a lot of authors do, of course. They connect with their audience yes. and the audience identifies with the issues in the book. And um, I guess that's the biggest reward you have in this, this kind of yes. writing experience, yeah. isn't it? It's the yeah. people you touch. Yeah. And, um, and so... Um, Viv, have you got some more books in mind or has this experience <laughs> given you the impetus to write more? Oh, look, it was a huge journey going through writing this book and, um, and it's not an easy thing when you're self-published to, to market and try and sell the book as well. Um, I've given a lot of talks and lots of things and people are saying, what's your next book, what's your next book? And I actually was going to do because after going through a major event, five years you usually take before you can start to look back and reflect and actually see what you've been through. So I had intentions of doing that in Victoria, after the fires they had down there. But I actually went down there at the five, roughly around the five-year mark, and I know a lot of people that were involved in their firefighters community. People, they're not ready. They're, 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 Isn't that interesting? They're, they're, they're yes. not at that stage yet where you can, where they can actually sit back and reflect. Some people are, some people aren't. Some communities are, some communities aren't. So, so it's about it's about time healing, yeah. doesn't it? So I decided, okay, that goes on the back burner. And then I was um, in Sydney one day and I was just driving home. You know, I used to try and listen to podcasts or do something interesting when you're driving the five hours back home from Sydney. And then it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Oh, my God, I should write about my journey with my son who has Asperger's because I always find that when people talk about Asperger's or autism, it's always so negative. But for me, my journey with my son, and he's now 
20 years old and I've got him integrated into university. So it's been this amazing journey since he was diagnosed um, in year six. And for me, he has taught me so much about life, more than I could ever teach him about life. And I feel so blessed that I've had that opportunity. So I rang Ross up when this this wave hit me and I said, hey, Ross, what do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, righto, Mum. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, isn't that good? So, now, were you inspired by the Rosie Project? <laughs> no, I've never looked at it. Haven't you? No. Oh, you no. must read it. It's I will. I've, I've actually book. now starting to have the conversations... Um, people are actually giving me lots of other things, and, and the curious incident of the dog in the night. That no, I haven't another, read that one either. That's another one you need. <laughs> but they're to all read. on my list to do. Yeah, Excellent. no, absolutely. Yeah, that's so, wonderful. so that's that's my next project. Okay, so so you've really enjoyed the writing. Did you find it um, a little bit um, therapeutic to write this book? This yes, first book. Yes, I did. Um, but it was therapeutic in the way that I was able to share other people's stories because I think when you read other people's stories, I mean, there was one there, Pat, he says to me, oh, you know, um, yeah, Vivian, I'm happy to do this story because I know you went through it as well. So when he's talking, he knows I understand. But then at the end of his chapter, he says, yeah, when Vivian sent me the chapter, you know, I just, yeah, I'll just go through and check spelling names you know, grammar, that sort of stuff. And that, But when he actually started to read through it, he said it just hit him like a ton of bricks. Yes. And it brought all that emotion back again. Yes. But what it did, it actually it actually helped us recognise it. And as he calls it, he locks it in the box. Yes. And that's where he keeps it. Isn't that interesting? But the thing is that um, it's about trust, isn't it? About yes. not, you're not exploiting their story no. or actually you're actually contributing in, in yes. some way. That's right. For, yeah. You know, for that emotion to be released, and then perhaps there's a healing element yeah, there. There I is, think. and and it's interesting because there was one of the people I interviewed, and, and not everyone came in the book because there were some people that were involved in the book, but then in the end decided that they couldn't go through with it, so they did they didn't. But I remember interviewing this this one wonderful man, and so oh no, it didn't affect me. Even and then you know five minutes later he'll be crying. You know, he's like, I don't know why I'm doing this, and I said it's okay, just just. I'll turn off the tape, we'll talk through it, and then we'll start again when you're ready. And this happened three or four times through the interview. And it was, it was such an awakening for him. But he also had an amazing journey because he had an incredibly supportive family. So, so his journey was quite different to everyone else's. Yeah, so, so it was interesting for me, recognising my own journey didn't become that important anymore because I was sharing it with so many other people. And I guess um, I guess this is a really good base for you to start with because your next book, by the sound of it, will be certainly an emotional ride. Yes. Because you're going to be uh, yep. um, discovering your own story again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I just think, and oh, why do I keep doing this? <laughs> you just can't help yourself. Obviously, obviously, you're meant to be a writer if you keep doing this. <laughs> yeah. Mixed um, with everything else, yeah. So you've had one book. That you've brought out, you've self-published, and um, you're looking at perhaps digitally publishing. Yes. And so, what advice? What have you learned from this one experience that you could uh, give advice to Viv Thompson, who was just sitting down to write in the first oh, place? I must say, I got asked that question a little while ago. I had to go up and, and present um, a, a conversation to a lot of firefighters, and we're talking about trauma. And I actually started thinking about a lot of this and. In terms of the book, I don't think I'd change anything 
In terms of the journey, because the book took me on the journey, again, I don't think I'd change anything because it sort of took its own way through, so I just followed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one thing that I probably would have changed and the one thing I have learned and I probably won't do again, I think I published too many... I think I produced too many books. Right. Um, okay. In, in terms of... I honestly thought in the goodness and naivety of myself that people would really want to read the story... But what I've found is it's too hard for a lot of people to read the story. And it's only a very select few. I just looked at how many firefighters were around Australia and I said, oh, you know, surely I'd get to 5% of those people. I'd be lucky to get to 000.3 of those people. So for me, again, what I'd do is if I do it again, um, I'd either go the publisher or if I do decide to self-publish again, I will um, make sure I get a decent marketing strategy um, but it's very, more, very yeah, important. and I didn't see it was, it was for the love of it. It was a passion. So a lot of the so, writers that I work with, they they come to me saying, "I just want to write. I don't want to market." And I say to them, "Unfortunately, the reality is, unless you market, yes. you're not going to reach the audience." And it's interesting when I was um, doing the session with Margarita Osborne this morning, she said. Writing is thirty percent. Marketing is about seventy percent. I would have to agree. I wish someone had told me that four years ago. (laughs) Well, that's some good advice for the listeners. So, um, thank you very much for your for your talk today. And Ashes of the Firefighters. Where can people buy that? Uh, The only place you can get it is actually. on the internet, I sell it through a web page that actually supports Ashes of the Firefighters, so it's the same name, www.ashesofthefirefighters.com.au. Fantastic. And there's a Facebook page that I update and share things with people as well of the same name. All right. Thank you very much for talking to us today. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this podcast from www.aussiewriters.com.au. And if you are a reader or a writer, then hop on over to our website and subscribe.